Welcome to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin. And I just want to do a little check for y'all like this week. How's how's your week going? How's your month going? You know, it's a brand new month. I mean, we're in my favorite season of all time, which is fall. Like y'all know that I am a basic bitch <laughs> for the autumn. <laughs> But no, it's like my favorite season. So I'm loving the fact that, you know, the weather's changing. It's like that nice, like cool breeze to the air and you get to wear your hoodies and your sweaters and it's all chilly and shit. You're, you know, you know what I right? Exactly. Ugh. But with the fall comes a lot of uh, interesting things that could land you in some very interesting predicaments. And some of those are really just due to the fact that it's getting cooler out, right? And people want to be all nestled up and they want to be all booed up and cuddled up and laid up and having sex and romancing and all those things, right? I mean, those things can be tempting for sure, for sure. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it can be tempting, but you just don't want like to settle for just any old person just laying up in your bed, right? Or going back to a situation that is probably best not suited for you. And that kind of brings me into this week's topic, which is temptation. Have you ever heard of it? I'm sure you have. And no, I'm not talking about the iconic Detroit Motown being the temptations. Shout out to Motown. You know, that's where I'm from. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about temptation, you know, that impulse, you know, the desire to do something, which is usually something that's not very smart <laughs> or something just like this downright wrong. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That urge and or you get the itch, you know, when they talk about the itch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we've all been there. So have you ever been? In a compromised situation where you felt as if the temptation was so thick and you had to fight it, right? Fighting temptations. And no, we're not talking about Beyonce's movie, which I haven't seen a movie in like forever. Her and Cuba Gooding Jr. as a love interest. I think we need to revisit that and see... um, give it a little bit of a film analysis because I didn't really feel the chemistry of that movie, but I mean, you know, whatever, but no, let's not get too distracted. Y'all know I'm good for getting distracted. So temptation, let me tell you a little story about temptation or not so much of a story, but really just like an example of like what it could be, you know, like when say for example, when you're 
in the gym or when you are at uh, a game night, that's not so much of a game night, when you are at a party or a club or a bar and a certain someone is pushing up on you, making the moves, whispering those sweet nothings in your ear, you know how they do. They put that hot air on your on your earlobe, right there on the side of your neck, and they be up there, you know, speaking real hot and seductive, like Janet Jackson. <laughs> oh my God! I listen. You know how they do when they be talking in that Janet Jackson volume. and you start to feel their hand brush across your chest and caress your nipple just a little bit and then at that point the whispering is still going on and then you feel your penis start to become erect and your pants are becoming a little bit more tight right you know, mm-hmm. and then you think to yourself, should I do this? Should I fuck this motherfucker? Should I fuck them? Should I kiss them? You know, should I leave? Should I leave my friends for this? In my case, this handsome young gentleman who is saying all the right things at this moment because I'm single at that point i'm ready to mingle maybe i'm horny maybe i'm drunk and my inhibitions are down maybe i just need some attention from a man right you know what i'm talking about not saying that i was you know speaking about me or whatever but just giving y'all an example (laughs) because this is how it goes like i know for me at least in the gay world like that's exactly how it goes Seriously, and all my gays can can attest to that. But yeah, it's usually where you're in a conflicting situation and you kind of feel like, hmm, what should I do? Should I pull the trigger and actually go through with this or maybe I shouldn't, you know, and you think back to why are you having a fight this particular temptation? Why aren't you going to go through with it? Mm, right i mean it's a fair question to ask yourself and usually if you find yourself having to fight said temptation and really lean into that impulse then you feel like well either i have a particular moral standard that i'm trying to set or maybe I'm in a committed relationship or marriage, you know, or maybe if you're like me at this point now, where it's like you're dating someone, you really like them and you only want to do certain things with them, of course. And then you also have like the whole fact that you don't want to be bothered with anybody at this point besides the person that you're dealing with and even if you weren't dealing with them 
you know, it's just the same old, same old energy. It's the same old, same old people. No shade to none of those. Listen, no shade to none of the handsome men. No shade to y'all. You know, I love you. But it just, you know, becomes a bit redundant, you know, and here it is what you what. So you find yourself in that compromise situation and you pull the trigger, you dig into that impulse and you take that person home. Right. Or they take you home and what you have sex the sex could be good, but it could also be bad. I mean, let's be honest. Most sex is very satisfactory at best. <laughs> let's be real. Like, have you ever had like some sex with somebody that, again, you were second guessing, but then you like, mm, should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? Maybe. Okay, well, fine. I've, you know, I haven't. I need to have some attention, you know, my body needs it. Right. And then you go through with it. And then the sex is very lackluster and not worth any. I mean, any of it. Right. Like they probably like, you know, they probably weren't clean, if you know what I mean. Okay, we're not going to get too disgusting and graphic, but all my gays, y'all know what I mean when I'm saying that, okay? Maybe he said that he uh, knew his body. Maybe he said that he was ready. And, uh, yeah, he was not ready. (laughs) Maybe he was a selfish lover, right? Maybe he got his and was like, okay, well, get off of me. Leave me alone. I've nutted already. You should probably go. And then you're left there looking stupid. Looking dumb. As fuck. And you get back in your car, your Uber, and you think to yourself like, I should not have did that. I should have listened to my gut. Should have listened to my intuition. And took my black ass home and masturbated, right? We've all been in scenarios like that. I know I have before. You know, because, you know, as if you if you've been listening to nude radio since season one, you know, I've had a very colorful past. Okay, very colorful past. And uh, with those colorful past experiences have definitely had, you know, some less than favorable uh, memories, <laughs> to say the least. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you think back to it and the fact that you fed into that impulse, right? I mean, granted, I didn't have anything that was holding me back. I didn't have anything that would make me feel, you know, bad or uh, have me create like a guilty conscience afterwards. It was an experience. It was a crazy life experience. But, you know, we learn. We learn or we usually don't, but we make the mistakes again, but we try to learn again. Right. Y'all know what I mean. But say, for example, like if, you know. 
if you're in a gym, right? And every gym, for the most part in LA, is going to be a gay gym. Just saying. For the gays around the world, come on, come on, come on. If you want to see some hot, sexy men, come to the gyms. I mean, it really doesn't matter which gym you go to at this point. I think, like, just every damn gym is gay in LA. And have you ever been in a situation where, you know, <laughs> it gets very compromising? And say, for example, you are watching men, hot, sexy men that you are very much attracted to, right? And they're attracted to you and y'all are in a steam room, right? And you start to see them doing the thing, you know, the thing I talked about in my episode Cruising for Dummies, I gave like a really descriptive uh, description. I mean, you can't get any more descriptive than that. If you haven't listened to it, it's like a few episodes down, but Cruising for Dummies, tune in and watch that one because, you know, I love a good story time and all that stuff or whatever. And I gave a pretty colorful idea of what that looks like on an average basis because it doesn't happen all the time. You know, it's something that just depends on the particular men that happens to be at the gym at the time, you know, the opportunity and the list can go on and stuff like that. So it doesn't happen every day. I'm not saying that, but or at least it could happen every day. It's just you don't see it every day. We'll say that we'll land on that. Right. So you're in the gym. He's making eye contact with you. And he's brushing his, I don't know, his chest hair. <laughs> Do guys have chest hair besides me? I mean, because I can't be the only one. Maybe that's my own little fantasy or something. But yeah, he's brushing his chest hair. and He's rubbing himself as he looks you in the eye ever so softly. And he guides you into the steam room. With his nonverbal cues and body language, right? You catch the hint, you follow him into the steam room, and he starts to move his towel as his hard cock starts to jump and pulsate, signaling you to move forward and closer, right? <laughs> I'm a fucking trip. I'm <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So as he moves you closer to him, his dick starts to throb and jump, waiting for your hand to embrace it and hold it and mm, stroke it. Right. And then he starts to return the favor. And maybe if there's not enough people in the in the steam room at the time and you have no interruption, maybe he's going to go down on you or maybe you're going to go down on him. Right. Suck his dick a little bit before someone walks in and you got to act like normal people. Right. Civilized people. You know. These are things that happen. <laughs> Maybe that one was like more descriptive than what I used in Cruising for Dummies episode. I was just like, okay, well, I was clearly painting out what it looks like because I mean, I have seen it. 
like I say, I don't see it every day I go to the gym. Well, first off, I don't go to the gym every day, which I need to get back on that, like low key, because I am paying money to go and I need to actually use that. But I'm trying to motivate myself to get more active. Anywho, it doesn't happen every day as far as what I see, but I just wanted to paint out a nice little description for you guys to, you know, give you some visuals. So at that moment, you have fallen for temptation, but have you ever had like a night where, you know, you're with a coworker or with a friend who's really not your friend, someone who kind of wants to be more than just friends and you guys are alone and having drinks or hanging out, you know, maybe you're working late, you know, or maybe your friend, quote unquote, invited you over to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. We know how to, mm-hmm. we know how to go, right? And maybe y'all are having wine and some laughs and stuff and you feel them do something very similar to like if you were in a gym or they bring up like a sexual topic to see exactly what you're going to do. You know, they want to see how you react. We've seen these uh, in movies and TV shows, right? So you find yourself deep down inside of them, feeling the warm embrace of their hole, whether it's their pussy or their ass, or maybe their mouth. Mm. (laughs) And you think to yourself, (laughs) like, how did I get into this? How did I get into this, this situation? How? So at that moment, you know that you have crossed the line You have now opened up Pandora's box, right? You have now, what? Fallen into temptation. But what does it look like when you're fighting temptation, though? And what are the reasons why you feel that you need to fight it? Like I said, it can be a myriad of reasons. Again, you could be at a level where you are just above that, right? No, you know, no shade to anybody else who don't be fighting temptation. But maybe you just don't want that anymore. Maybe like your standards are a little bit higher. You know that you have self-control. You know that you have what? which the word that I want to have for this episode and for this week is discipline, 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 discipline. Maybe you have discipline, you know, and it's like, eh, I'm fine. I've been there, done that before. Fuck them or saw how they react to certain things or maybe I observe them on social media or TV or whatever the case is. I mean, again, the list can go on why you would choose not to fall in that particular situation. Or maybe you're dating someone exclusively 
Maybe y'all are having sex exclusively. Maybe you are in a monogamous, committed relationship or marriage, right? I mean, like I say, the list can, I mean, it can go on and on and on on why you would feel as if you need to fight temptation. For me, at least, I know I would not want my partner or myself to ever find ourselves in compromising situations and predicaments where we have to fight temptation. You feel me? Like, I don't ever want to have to worry about my guy, my lover, my husband, my future husband, honey. Please, universe, please listen to me. You know what I mean? You know that I love you. I need you to love me back, universe. Anywho, I don't want my future husband falling into some fucking compromise situation that he knows that he has no business being involved in if we are in a committed monogamous relationship or marriage the fuck because it's all about being considerate it's all about having discipline and with discipline you have to be self-aware like can we talk about self-awareness y'all like We don't talk about that enough. And I feel that as a generation, as a people, honestly, as a people, we need to really focus on being self-aware because you cannot have discipline without self-awareness. I mean, they run neck and neck. You know, if you don't agree, slide into my DMs respectfully, of course, and tell me your story. But you have to be self-disciplined because you are self-aware and you have to consider yourself or consider your relationship and the boundaries and expectations that you guys have set up as an agreement, right? So, for example, when I talked about the locker room, of course, that doesn't happen all the time from what I see, but say, for example, if you see, you know, some shit going down in the steam room. And when I tell you I'm a steam room fanatic, like I need to de- detoxify, right? It's essentially like, I mean, you got to do it, right? So I'm going to steam room. But if I, for example, am in my exclusive sex, exclusive relationship, exclusive marriage when it comes to sex and stuff like that, right? And I see some shit going down like that. Like, I'm going to either one, ignore it like I do most times. Like, when I'm in the locker room and steam room and stuff, I have, like, my towel over my face. Like, don't look at me. Don't bother me. I'm, like, in here to actually steam, detoxify, sweat it out, loosen up my muscles, and get the fuck out and shower, right? So either I'm going to ignore it, either I'm going to leave once I see, you know, the whole courtship, what I call the gay courtship, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly how I painted it a few minutes ago. 
that's really how it goes down. I mean, in the gay world, at least. But when I see that going down, maybe I'm like, you know what? Let me leave. Let me go. Or maybe I may not go in at all. Maybe I might just work out and go home and shower at home. But I know nine times out of 10, I need to steam like I have to. Or say, for example, um, you have that coworker or that friend that, you know, you fucking know likes you a little bit more than what they should. Right. And they invite you over and you kind of know exactly what to expect. It's like, "Mm, I think this person's going to make a move on me. Let me act accordingly. Right. I know I've I've had a, a situation recently where I have a friend of mine who is a friend. I mean, he's he's a friend. I'll say he's a friend. I won't give him an acquaintance or whatever because we hang out. But for months, it's been very much to both of our attentions uh, that when he drinks, he tends to say how he really feels. And how he really feels is, you know, of non-platonic interest, right? And you find yourself in a testy situation because you're like, okay, this guy is, he's cool, he's attractive, sure. Um, and all of those things. and. He's a sweet guy or whatever, right? But maybe you have seen how he gets down in certain situations. Maybe you've seen how he is messy or disorganized with how he handles other people and their time or affection, right? And maybe that turned you off a long time ago. And then you were like, you know what? If anything, let me just be friends with this guy. Because again, he's a cool guy. He's very nice, very sweet. You know, maybe you guys have like very similar interests and will hang out from time to time. But when everything's all said and done, you find yourself in a predicament where it's just like, well, here he goes again, saying the same stuff. And I'm trying to be his friend. Because I know we can never cross that line if that's the case, because maybe I observed how he reacts to things. And like I say, like how he may get down or whatever like that. So it can never be anything other than just friends at this point. But how do I show up and be his friend? Do I need to have a conversation with them? Right. Because it gets difficult. And you kind of have to you find yourself having to put boundaries and to really set a particular standard in that particular friendship. And hopefully the person is receptive. Hopefully they understand, you know, hopefully you articulated yourself well enough to have them understand exactly where you're coming from to see exactly what you're trying to say. 
and maybe they're self-aware enough to actually admit to it and you guys can actually be friends or whatever that means. I know, like I say, I've had a situation like that um, very much recently and it was just like, hey, I think that we we just we need to be friends like I. That would never happen. It can't happen. Um, you know, I adore you, but it's just like we should just be friends because uh, we don't need to ever cross that line ever. <laughs> we do not because the way you do what you do and the way that I show up and how I handle my things, baby boy, it would be problems. It would be a war. We'll say that. So it's best that we just be friends. And it's just like, no, I love you as a person, but you know, for me to continue um, loving and liking you as a person, I think that we should just not go there. I think that we should just be friends and like, let's not even open up that Pandora's box, you know? So that's why I say like, hopefully they understand, you know, because then you guys could work on it and actually hopefully maybe be friends, whatever that means, or casual acquaintances or whatever. Yeah, I know what I mean. Or maybe like what I talked about recently, you have an ex come back randomly out of the fucking blue to kind of screw things up because for some reason they have uh, felt in their being mm -hmm, that you're happy, that you're healthy, that you're prospering. And maybe you're happy, healthy, and prospering with someone else that's making you feel really good. Right? Mm-hmm. We've been in those situations before. I know you have. Because this week has been very interesting. I had someone try to come back on, you know. Dre's ass. Want to text me out the blue. Ten months later, hi. I said, oh, hell to the no. When I tell you I screamed, I screamed in my car when I got that message. I was like, oh, fuck no. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't do it. This is the second time he's done that. Last year, he threw a monkey wrench in my shit, and I was weak. I fell for it, you know. Last year, I had something to prove. Last year, I had something to say. Last year, I had to tell him how, how much I was hurt. Last year, I wanted to hear an apology, right? But this is not last year, you know? And I had to think to myself, I'm like, why are we even in this predicament? That's what I'm saying. Like when you're self-aware, when you know exactly what you shouldn't be doing and for what reasons, then when you feel that 
you're going to be weak. When you feel that, you're going to feed into that impulse, into that temptation, right? You have to be self-aware enough, remember, to what? Practice discipline and say no. Why are we even in this predicament? And just remember on why y'all are exes. And then you'll be like, oh, yes, right. So like this time around, I don't have anything to say. I don't I don't want to hear an apology. We've said everything that we needed to say. I know I have. You've apologized enough. I don't need to hear anything. And we don't need to be friends. You know, like we don't need to be friends. So if you're looking to reach out and see if we can be friends, nigga go somewhere because you know that's not what you want. Because you're going to be talking about like how he did last year. Oh, I miss cuddling with you. I miss laying with you. I miss distance. No. So you don't want to be friends. So we don't need to talk. Okay. And plus, again, like if you're in a new relationship or you're dating someone that you are really growing up feelings for, like, you know, I'm dating. I have some legitimate feelings for this new guy and, you know, high hopes that everything continues to work out. But even if I wasn't, I just couldn't go back to, I just don't find, I can't find it in myself to see how it could go back to that, you know, um, and playing Russian roulette. And seeing if what, if I want to reinvest my, my feelings and emotions to see if he maybe have changed. Because nine times out of ten, he hasn't. And then again, here I am looking stupid like I did last year. So no. Mm-mm. Or like when you're in a situation where I was in um, at a party a few weeks ago and it was a bunch of guys that I know. um and people are making their way around you. They're complimenting you. They're giving you everything, all the energy, right? And of course, with that energy comes, oh, what you doing tonight? Where you going? Hear my ass go, I'm going home. I'm going home. And I'm going to talk to, I'm going to talk to my man. <laughs> I want to talk to my man. And thank God. Thank God he was he was checking on he was checking in on me. Thank God we actually got to have that conversation like and fall asleep and everything like that. Like that's what I really wanted at the end of the day, because that's why I say it's no shade to nobody. But to be perfectly honest, you know, I know now. <laughs> I know how they get down and not saying I'm not impressed by them as people or what they bring to the table, but it's not for me. And I don't want that anymore. What? Like we see each other on Instagram. We see each other on Twitter and all these different social media uh, apps and platforms. Right. And yeah, you may he, he and ha ha at some post or whatever, but here it is. We're in front of each other. You only want me because you see me. And it's just like, you're not fooling nobody. You know, you 
only want me because you see me. And what? So we gonna go back to my place. You gonna lay up in my in my fucking bed, all up in my damn feng shui and shit, right? You gonna give me some lackluster booty or just maybe some good booty, no shade. But what's after that? What's after that? What? We not gonna cuddle. We're not gonna be what you may want us to be at that moment after sex because I don't feel that comfortable with you. Hey, you should probably go. <laughs> it's probably best that you leave. Or what you stay and we do that we have the talk, we do the thing and all of that and we sleep in the same bed and what you leave by like 12 o'clock and then what I see you maybe next week and what are we going to do this again or is mom's going to go by and no like I don't want that I don't want it keep it so that's why I'm saying like as far as when you set a particular standard what you are willing to put up with what you are willing to you know sleep with when you actually are alone by yourself are you able to sleep well thinking like oh well that was actually nice i'm glad i'm glad i did that or i'm happy with what i'm doing are you so if you're not then it's like then don't do it so that's why i say it's just like self-discipline you know like yeah i want sex it's been <laughs> I feel like it's been forever <laughs> but hey like i just i want to do with that with that particular person you know when i like you i like you like <sighs> I want to talk to you about things. I want to have sex with you. You know, I get very comfortable when we get comfortable with each other. Like I want to really lean into it. You know what I mean? So for example, like with me, that's where I'm at right now. Um, you know, have we set any type of commitment up yet? No, but yes, in a way, but it's like, even with us not having to do it, like, I just, I want to do that with him, you know? So I'm, I'm able to not, like, I don't have to have sex all the time. I can wait. The fuck? Sure, it can get frustrating, but it can get tempting. Look, this and that, it can get tempting. But I just think back to what I really want and who I really want, you know, um, and for that reason, I'll wait. I'll like, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll be fine. I'll definitely take care of myself, baby. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. It's just like, uh, you got to set a particular standard for yourself and not put yourself in a compromised situation, you know, like, for example, if any of if any of y'all have listened to um, any shows before or 
if hopefully you haven't been under a rock, but if you've seen uh, the movie Baby Boy and you know that one scene when uh, Jody is uh, in a compromised situation with Yvette's co-worker Pandora and he ends up going to Pandora's house and remember Pandora was beautiful I mean she was gorgeous she had the straight back corn rolls the pink robe and all that shit she was fine as hell and remember they were kissing and stuff and whatever and, and Jody had like thought to himself he's like no nah, I can't do this to Yvette and remember Pandora's like what you a little boy now <laughs> You do everything your girl say. <laughs> That's my part. You little boy now. Um, in that damn LAS accent. But remember, he ended up leaving. But that's that's one of, that's the perfect example of what I'm talking about. I don't want to find myself in a predicament when I'm with someone monogamously in our relationship or marriage. And I don't want that for my future husband. I don't want that for my boyfriend before he become a husband, all this shit, right? I don't want none of that, right? Don't put yourself in a compromised situation like that because if you think back to that scene, Jody should not have even went over to the house. Sure, he didn't end up fucking her, but he still got tempted enough to show up because first off, Jody wasn't shit. If y'all haven't seen Baby Boy, go listen, go look at that damn movie. It's fabulous. But Jody should not have ended up at that motherfucking house to begin with to then turn down Pandora. He should not have fucking thought about it. Mm-mm. And it's like, if you have a fleeting thought, remember, why do you feel that you need to not engage because are those is that thought that is that going to lead to an impulse it's going to lead you into what falling into the temptation right or do you have a reason why you're having to fight that what's your reason pick pick a reason only you know so it's just like fleeting thoughts go past all the time but you think back to yourself like um I don't want to jeopardize this. I don't want to jeopardize that. I don't want my person doing that to me because I'm very big on if the shoe is on the other foot. Okay. If I pulled a you on you, how would you feel? I'm about that energy. So don't do anything that you wouldn't want done to you. So that's why I say like you have to remember what your principles and your morals are and your standards, right? You got to be self-aware, right? You got to practice that discipline to fight the temptation, right? So, you know, let's, let me know if y'all have ever had a situation similar to that because, like I say, I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. But tell me why you felt that you needed to fight the temptation. Tell me if you have fallen for the okie doke and impulsively dived in head first. <laughs> it's OK. I won't judge you. But definitely tell me your stories about your um, self-awareness and your discipline. Mm hmm.
I want to hear it. How did you fight the feeling? How did you fight that urge when that person was brushing your, you know, brushing across your chest and your nipples and things and you felt yourself getting wet? You felt your dick throbbing, right? You felt your nipples getting hard while they were whispering sweet nothings in your ear, very much like Jenna Jackson would, which if y'all haven't heard speak about Jenna Jackson, the queen Jenna Jackson, of course, um, speaking of her, she has a song called Discipline. It came out like years ago. If you haven't heard it, you should listen to it. It's very sexy. Um, so, yeah, listen to that. But uh, remember to follow me to uh, give me your stories on how you overcame temptation and why did you have to do it? Okay, so remember to follow me on all platforms, uh, Twitter and Instagram under the same name, y'all, at Nude Radio 101. And if you want to connect with me on my personal page, of course, then you know that you can find me at Kenny Heflin on Instagram and tell me those stories. You know how much I love them. And if you got any uh, other topics that you would love for me to talk about that I haven't talked about so far, I mean, you know, but, you know, I love you for loving me and I hope that you guys have a great week and uh, tune in for next week's episode. Bye.